Beyond the Mic with Sean Dillon. We're joined on the star line by an actor comedian who has never done stand-up in a while. Pre-med student and shy foodie. You've seen him on Cobra Kai and Kicking It. His latest project deals with If the Front of Your Fridge Tells What's Inside in Raid the Fridge. We welcome Dan Adut. Hey, what's going on, Sean? Thanks for having me. Absolutely great, brother. Dan, let's go beyond the mic. Raid the Fridge isn't the typical everyone has the same ingredients to cook show. Um, first of all, I will tell you why it's I'll tell you why it's fun for me in a second. But you did open by saying he hasn't performed in Hawaii, which is true. Hawaii is the only state in America that I haven't done stand up in. I've actually done stand up uh, in Lubbock, Texas, by the way. And I have seen you do so, comedy. Oh, no way. That's hilarious. Why was this fun for you? Okay, so this show is such a, a passion project of mine. It's a it's a food competition show, but it's not like every food competition show that is on TV, right? It's not super intense. It's not dramatic music and dramatic lighting. You know, like I, I feel like they take themselves way too seriously and they're like, welcome to kitchen genocide, death, battle royale. I'm like, we're not that, okay? We're like a funny version of a food show. Uh, of a food competition show and how it works is really interesting. You've got four chefs and they've got four mystery fridges. They have no idea what's inside these fridges. Okay. They just choose a fridge based on the pictures and the magnets on the outside. And uh, then they open their fridge door and they've got like 20 minutes to make brunch or a fine dining meal or whatever the challenge is. And these are actual fridges, actual recreations of fridges of someone's fridge somewhere in America. So the fridges look a lot like my fridge and your fridge, which is what makes it so cool because, you know, they don't have access to the best ingredients in the world. They're literally just like making, you know, they're making lemonade out of lemons. They're making the most amazing dishes out of regular fridges. So it's really cool to see basically what a super professional award-winning chef would make out of like your fridge. I think my wife would have an incredible advantage since she is such a big foodie. Would you ever consider doing a raid to fridge round against your judges? Oh, no, no freaking way. The judges, <laughs> the judges are Jamika Pessoa and Jordan Andino. They're world famous chefs. They're restaurateurs, like restaurant owners. Like they are badass chefs. Like I would never go toe to toe with them. I honestly, I would just be reheating stuff in the microwave uh, and <laughs> that, that would be my contribution. Um, so uh, no, I would never, I wouldn't go up against them. I wouldn't go up against any of our competitors uh, in the show either. I'm telling you, man, like, like it's, it blew my mind. Like just the creative ability. There was a guy on last night's episode who uh, wanted to make uh, breaded chicken cutlets, but had no bread or, or um, breadcrumbs. But what he did have was flaming hot Cheetos and he took the flaming hot Cheetos, pulverized it and used that as his, as the uh, coating for the chicken breast. And it was so delicious. Uh, it was, un it was just like th that type of creativity makes you realize that you might think you have nothing in the fridge to cook, but you are absolutely wrong. With everyone stuck at home for the pandemic, how hard was it for you? I mean, you're known for being on the road for 200 nights every year to straight nothing. I mean, now it's just you, home, and isolation. Did you get a lot of writing done? Yeah, I mean, I pivoted to writing a lot. Um, I did start touring uh, recently. Uh, me and uh, my, my compatriot from Cobra Kai, 
uh, Brett Ernst, who plays Cousin Louie. I play Anoush in the show Cobra Kai. We started a Cobra Kai comedy tour where we're, we're, you know, traveling all over the country doing stand-up. But during the pandemic, uh, yeah, absolutely. It was like we were all playing right the fridge every day, right? So... <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, while I think most of us made some duds because we all were suddenly forced to become chefs, again, you get to see uh, how how much better it could have gone <laughs> when you see how these chefs uh, raid a fridge. We're talking from Raid the Fridge on Food Network to Dan Hadoot, and it's time for the Rocking Eight, eight random questions. Answer with the first thing that comes to your mind. There's no pressure, Dan. Got it. Dish you've tried to cook many times, but you feel you always fail. Souffles. Why? I try to be fancy and cook souffles. I don't know why, man. I just feel like I, I, I don't know if I watched like a TV show when I was a kid and it put that in my head and I try to make a souffle and I can never, ever uh, make it. Um, I know that's like a very pretentious thing that I tried to make, but that and also like just a simple roast chicken. I always undercook it because I'm always scared of like overcooking it. So instead, I'm just eating like a salmonella full chicken because <laughs> because i don't want to cook it too long <laughs> yes or no after being on cobra kai were you ever tempted to learn karate no because i actually train in jujitsu which uh don't tell ralph macchio i think is a superior martial art wow okay everyone don't tell ralph yeah i know i know fighting words your podcast green eggs and dan has been on a history kick for the last month why is food history so interesting for you Oh, I'm so glad you asked. Food history is so fascinating to me because I feel like it's something that so many people don't know about. Like we all know, a lot of us know about history, like our, our uh, country's history, world history, geography, this and that. But food history to me is so fascinating and no one knows about it. Let me just give you a quick fun tidbit. Uh, so uh, the croissant, Every, where do you think the croissant was, was invented, Sean? Uh, United States. No, everyone thinks the croissant was invented in France, but the croissant was actually invented in Austria to commemorate the Austrians' victory over the Ottoman Empire because it's got that crescent shape, like the crescent shape in the flag of like Turkey, let's say. Yeah, which is like such a weird flex, like after a war to be like, we have defeated you in battle. Now we will commemorate that win with a tasty breakfast treat. It's like... (laughs) So fun things like that. Let's talk about perfect things. What's your perfect birthday cake? Oh, carrot cake. Carrot cake all the way. I know it's polarizing, but I love carrot cake. I can eat carrot cake every day. Uh, If I ever get married, carrot cake is going to be my wedding cake. And my wife will, which is probably... By the way, which is what, which is probably why I haven't I haven't been married yet because that's that's my prerequisite. That's why they swiped left, Dan. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what's that nervous habit you do when you're on an airplane? Nervous habit I do when I'm on an airplane. Oh, I'm like the nerd who gets up and has to walk up and down the aisle to get the blood flowing. I'm that loser. If you could live abroad for one year for work, where would you want to live? Ooh, that's a great question. Mexico City. The question that will plague society for life, dogs or cats? Dogs, 100%. That shouldn't even be a question. Anyone who who answers cats should not be a a guest on your radio show. Next. (laughs) Now, what's the flavor of Jello shot you want to do with Guy Fieri? Oh, that's a good one. Uh, I'd go sour apple with Guy. I think that would be fun. We'd have a little tang. 
going into it. It's time for one big question. Dan, how has your parents and family helped you with your love of food? And what's that one family dish you have to master and pass on to future generations of adults? Wow. Uh, well, you know, my family is Persian and, uh, uh, they, uh, my mom always cooked a, a home cooked meal for us every single night. And I'd say the dish that I would pass on, I, I, I wonder if any of your listeners have ever had it, but it's basically the national dish of Iran. It's called Horma Sabzi. And it's basically a herb stew with, uh, with meat. And, um, it's, you put it over rice and it is so delicious and so wonderful and so earthy and so great. Uh, I will have to definitely pass that down. I have no idea how to make it, but your Texas uh, guests are going to love this. I make mean beef ribs, and that's probably what what will actually uh, get passed down because I've really perfected that uh, uh, to a T. Yes, I've seen the Instagram rib recipe, the big, the small ribs. Love it. How has comedy changed and in some cases been weakened by society further splitting apart? Um, you know, in a lot of ways, unfortunately, you know, uh, comedy is uh, the job of a comedian is to figure out where the line is and to, and to dance on that line, that fine line of what's appropriate and what's inappropriate. Right. And to find that line, you have to sometimes go over the line and then you have to pull it back. And I feel like people have gotten really oversensitive and have made it hard to, for, for us to navigate where that line is. And I already see a lot of comedians kind of self-censoring themselves, which I think is something that, you know, will ultimately be a bummer for all of us uh, content wise. But there's still a lot of comedians who uh, who have uh, a lot of fearlessness and are still going out there and doing a lot of fun content. And I think the pendulum is starting to swing back. I think people are getting uh, a little tired of uh, cancel culture and all that stuff. So I'm, I'm optimistic about the future. Dan Adut's perfect cake is carrot cake. He prefers jujitsu. Please don't tell Ralph Macchio. Walks up and down the aisle when nervous on the airplane. His show, Raid the Fridge, is on Food Network. Thank him for joining us. Thanks, John. Thanks for having me. And that, my friends, is a Beyond the Mic shortcut.